Hello, this is Mary Salito with Every School Kid Matters, especially yours. In today's podcast, you'll hear about how to get the change made to competency-based learning and promotion in our huge education bureaucracy from the bottom up and from the top down. Remember, fixing our outdated educational systems will take all of us working together regardless of our professional affiliations and political views. I have identified three groups of people that need to get involved in making the change to competency-based learning and promotion. We need grassroots work in your neighborhoods, cities, counties, and states from everyone to get this ball rolling. Group one is the parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, children, and your neighbors. Talk to everyone in your family. We all care about our children, grandchildren, nieces, and nephews. Explain how the competency-based learning and promotion system will work. In my experience, those who are still in school, the kids, have been the most enthusiastic about switching the school system to a new process where they level up in their learning at the speed that works for them as an individual. Turns out, our kids are very interested in making their school experiences better. Enlist the family's help. Ask them to talk to their friends and associates and get the information flowing. Ask them to share facts about competency-based learning and promotion on their social media. Parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, children, and your neighbors could also be members of the other two groups that I will discuss. Group two is teachers, administrators, and school staff, and they really want to be in the know. So involving them is very important. Education is a huge bureaucracy with nearly countless levels upon levels where change is difficult but not impossible. However, giant bureaucracies do not change on their own. We are asking for a positive change that will let teachers gain more enjoyment from their chosen profession because they will be able to ensure that each child learns what they need to know before sending them on to the next challenge. We can all talk to our teacher friends and parents can work behind the scenes and talk to their child's teachers. The people who work at your child's school are important and the main thing they will want to know is how this change will affect them. Educators are aware that the current system is not working well, but they have to do their job the best they can with the tools and the systems they have available. Teachers and school administrators probably know about competency-based learning, and some schools are using variations. The detail and the ways this will affect teachers depends on the manner their school system handles the change. Here's what's important. Teachers who get involved at the ground level are more likely to have a say in the way this initiative will be implemented in their own school. Educators are the experts who can figure out how to make this work for all students. I've seen it done. What about the next level beyond people who work in the schools, like school district superintendents and district central office workers? Well, 
Imagine this. Six superintendents of large urban school districts have already called for the change to competency-based learning. In an article published in Education Week on October 1, 2021, two years ago, the title of the article was, quote, Graduation Must Depend on Learning, Not Time, The Overdue Case for Competency-Based Education. Oh my goodness. They point out that the time, this is a quote, the time required of students to spend in school does not guarantee a quality of learning. And students graduate with wide discrepancies in their levels of knowledge and skills. End quote. Hello. These superintendents propose to make, quote, the standard of learning the constant and time the variable, end quote. I interpret these words to mean that all students should learn what they are supposed to learn before moving on, regardless of the variable amount of time that different students need. School systems based on competency-based learning and promotion will help ensure that this happens. And six superintendents said it. Well, who were these six superintendents? Jesus Jara of the Clark County School District in Las Vegas, Nevada. The second one was Alberto Carvalho of Miami-Dade County, Florida, who is now the superintendent of Los Angeles Unified in California, and four others who are working in education-related positions or have now retired. Those superintendents were from all across the country, Clayton County, Georgia, Philadelphia, Prince George's County, Maryland, and Santa Ana, California. Even though this article was published two years ago in 2021, I am not aware of any state or school district that has made the move to change their entire system. They clearly cannot do it alone from just within the halls of education. This huge undertaking needs the support of informed parents, grandparents, teachers, principals, and students who can influence their state and national lawmakers to all pitch in and make it happen. So, we need to gather support from school district superintendents and other school district central office workers. They are the next step as you go up the chain of authority. You can schedule quick meetings with the superintendent and any other people from the central office that you wish to include. Those with different areas of expertise will need to understand what you are discussing and requesting because they will also want to know how they will be affected. This group should include the budget department because they will need to help determine the financial impact of implementing competency-based learning and promotion in your school district. This financial information will be very important when you get to those who direct the funding for education your school board, state legislators, and the governor. Support at the school district level is also important because some districts employ lobbyists to try and influence members of the legislature to vote a certain way on matters that impact their schools. Having these lobbyists understand and support our purpose could be a great advantage. But remember that this effort deserves to have support from all political viewpoints. 
Competency-based learning and promotion will benefit all children. People, we are changing a bureaucracy set in stone. Your state superintendent of schools and the people working at the state level must also be included in our quest to incorporate competency-based learning and promotion throughout the school system. If they are located in another city, you can use email and face-to-face -face technology to discuss your requests and talk to them about CBLP. State education offices vary in size and in the number of workers for each state. The superintendent of public instruction in the state generally oversees several deputy superintendents who are in charge of various departments that usually include student achievement, policy, educator licensure, budget and school funding, operations, information technology, communications, and more. These employees are responsible for overseeing and managing all of the aspects of the public school system within your state. Their understanding and support is vital. Be sure to let those in the state education offices know that your next step is with elected officials. The more people in different groups with whom you share your ideas and requests, the less chance that any one person will be able to bury or just ignore what we are trying to do. Looking at a huge systemic change like competency-based learning and promotion may seem like a mountain too hard to climb, but it can and must be done. We can do it. What about unions? The local teachers and administrators unions will necessarily want to be involved and will hopefully embrace this as a positive change for those they represent. Share information with them just as you do with everyone else. The purpose of these associations or unions is to negotiate salaries, insurance, and other benefits as well as protect their members from adverse workplace situations. Since the goal of teachers and administrators is to help students learn and be successful, this change will support that goal by removing the time limits placed on teachers and their students for the mastery of academic standards. If schools decide to switch to trimesters, the unions and school districts will need to work together to write new teacher contracts. Remember, this is an issue that does not belong to any one group or political party, but to all of us. If everyone works together to bring competency-based learning and promotion to the schools, each group should be able to air their concerns as well as recognize the benefits for themselves and the students. Barriers can and must be overcome for the sake of our children. But do remember this, people working in education have to work in the current system that is provided for them and do the best they can. Grassroots work, as I have described here, creates change from the bottom up. I learned how things can be changed from my work at the grassroots level, in political parties and on campaigns many years ago. Once I started teaching, I felt that I should keep my political opinions private, and I will continue to do so, because fixing our schools is not a political issue. All political parties and nonpartisans 
need to champion this cause because every school kid matters. Elected officials can easily work together on this solution. So who can actually begin to change the system? Well, it's the people who make the laws and decide how to spend our taxpayer money. Let's think about change from the top down now. Governors and state legislators control the money and the law. Elected officials can make it happen. Group 3 is our elected officials. Remember that the education employees that I have already discussed are just that, employees who must follow the laws and use the money that the elected state officials have allocated for schools in the way the law intends and allows. We cannot stop with groups 1 and 2 and expect that this change will happen, even if those school employees and families and neighbors have voiced their support. Elected officials could also be neighbors who live in your community, could be you. And if you are an elected official, let's get this going. These are people who have a vested interest in the well-being of our neighborhoods, cities, county, state, and our country. Their role is to represent the wishes of the people and make decisions on laws that will impact the future success of our society, our children, and therefore our schools. Do not be hesitant to talk to the people that the voters have elected and tell them about competency-based learning and promotion. Most elected officials, as well as people who are wanting to be elected, make a pledge during their campaigns to work to improve education. But that's the end of the story, because they do not know how to do it. They should love to hear about a change to the system that will ensure the success of our children, because every school kid matters. As I am recording this podcast... We're in the middle of fall elections in many places. I have heard nearly every person who is running for office say that they want to improve education. But have you heard anyone offer a real solution? I heard two basic ideas. Give parents more choices and pay teachers more money. These are not solutions to making sure our kids learn what they are supposed to learn. We need to help elected and aspiring lawmakers all understand how competency-based learning and promotion is the solution that they need to fund and to pass any laws that will cause this solution to happen in our schools. Our schools are still controlled state by state, so this means that governors and state legislators are the elected officials who need to hear this message right now. They will want support from other elected officials who can help make sure this change to the system actually happens. So our elected people on school boards and state boards of education also need to know all about competency-based learning and promotion. They probably already know about it. Assume that they want to know what you think because, after all, they are elected to represent parents and members of the community as they make decisions that affect our kids. The school board must follow the laws and use state allocated funds as state law requires. Their support will help at the state level and school boards could start a pilot program 
within your own school district. Mayors and city council members are very interested in improving education in their cities, but they also need a solution that they can support in their schools. United States Senators and Representatives and the Presidency of the United States are all speaking to the need to fix our education system. You've heard it, but they don't know what to do either. Just like the rest of us, elected officials are searching for the thing that will actually work. They sent billions of dollars to states for education after the COVID pandemic. States have not yet spent all of that money. And I believe that since competency-based learning and promotion will ensure that kids will learn what they are supposed to learn and help them catch up, COVID dollars could be used to help implement the change. But we must act quickly in our local districts for that to happen. Remember that laws pertaining to education still differ from state to state, and schools are not under the direct control of the federal government except in cases where money from the feds has strings attached. Be aware that the most influential lawmakers are typically the people that know how to control the money. Ask all elected officials to keep this issue away from party lines and to work with all members of the governing body for the benefit of all our children. We want our country to remain strong for our children to have great opportunities in their futures. The change to competency-based learning and promotion needs support from all political parties. Our legislators have the power to bring about a much-needed improvement to our nation's schools. We need to help them work together by insisting that this is not a political issue but a change that will impact the future success of our nation through our children. All political parties should work together for this change. My children are grown, but I have grandchildren in public schools and I still care. Individuals in every group that I just mentioned have a role to play. And guess what? People belong to more than one group, so that means everyone. I have personal experience and knowledge from my 12 years as a school principal and as a mother of five children. I strongly believe that implementing competency-based learning and promotion in our schools is the thing that will actually work. Excuse me, I want to interrupt you for a bit and jump in and tell you a little bit about this person that you've been listening to. My name's Russ. I'm Mary's husband. And in November, she and I will have been married for 50 years, which means she's a very patient, loving, and forgiving individual, but she's also stubborn and hardworking. She's probably more stubborn than anybody I know. In any case, she's working on this CBLP issue because she cares. A little over three years ago, I got very sick with an infection in my spine that almost killed me. And Mary at that time was really at the peak of her education career, but she had to put it aside to take care of me. Now I'm doing better, and in that time frame, we had a lot of time to talk. And uh, we noticed how the education system has such great problems right now, but she kept telling me how to fix it. And because of her background and her experience, I think she's unique in that she knows 
really what will work for kids. Now she's doing this never expecting a penny for the hours she spends because she knows that this is the one thing that can save the education system for the benefit of all kids. And she thinks that all of the kids are hers. If there's anything you can do to get involved, to learn about and support this systemic change, then you really need to do it. Now, I was going to ask Mary a tough question. What are you going to do in the next few months, other than what you're doing right now, to help, I mean, help with the problem? Are you going to practice what you preach? I'm so glad you asked. Thank you, sweetheart. I have been talking to some neighbors and some friends, and I've sent a couple letters to our lawmakers, and I'm trying to build a social media presence and get the attention of more people. And I'm old to be doing that. I am planning to contact our local school board members individually and talk to them about competency-based learning and promotion. And I want to see if I can make a presentation at a school board meeting. I know this can work for our kids, and I'll keep working at sharing information. If you're not going to do that, then I want you to take some time off and go on vacation. Well, Otherwise, that too. yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, well, Sorry. Anyway, if anyone needs help with getting grassroots efforts going in your area, please let me know. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments or questions, please email me, Mary at MarySilito.com. M E R R Y at M E R R Y S I L L I T O E. You can find my posts online at marysilito.com and follow me on x at mary underscore silito. I also have a Facebook page under Mary Silito Author. Next podcast, I'll talk about student discipline, suspensions, expulsions, and dropouts and tell you how these things are symptoms of frustrated children who could be helped by competency-based learning and promotion. Please listen soon.